0: A visitation. Hear the spirit call.
1: Welcome to another podcast of Dr. Leslie Bakupon. Be blessed as you listen. Amen. And then then immediately we finish in Christ alone. The the list is in Pastor Gideon's hands. You go and please check out who says give the commandments to the people. Then you go and check to see which group you've been placed Hallelujah. With what I've been doing, hallelujah, I started a series on, on what? The church. Last Sunday, we continued on Wednesday. How many of you were admitting themselves? How many of you admitting admitted themselves? Right? Those who stand up, the Lord is watching you, hallelujah. Yeah, So last Sunday, I continued and I, 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 I specified or I zoomed in specifically on the subject of small groups, I, I started it on Sunday. I mentioned the fact that the New Testament church used this method a lot. The way they were growing and everything, um, most of their meetings were at the small group level. And on Thursday, I sorry, on, on Wednesday. You see, I'm already in the cell. Cell meet. On Wednesday, we went deeper. Uh, there were certain scriptures that. I barely mentioned on Sunday without us really reading them. uh, On 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 Wednesday, we went deep and we analyzed them. On Sunday, I used Exodus chapter 18 as an example. When Moses' father in law Jethro went to visit them in the wilderness and saw how Moses alone was doing everything, and so he suggested to him a method of decentralization. And we went into the scripture to see how they divided the people. The smallest groups they had were groups of ten people and the groups of ten people were they had somebody who was seeing ten groups, so five groups of ten had one leader that is somebody who was a leader of fifties, fifty, so had a leader of tens, all the way to a leader of a thousands. It was a way of breaking things down so that administration would be done in a better way and you know, the ministry will be done in a proper way. And so the whole idea of breaking things in the group started even in the Old Testament. Hallelujah. I showed you some scriptures that prove the fact that aside meeting in the temple courts, they were also meeting in individual homes. They had home churches. And then I used the story of David and Goliath to show you that you can't... I gave a certain statistic. I told you that somebody did some research in the United States of America and he realized that 95% of the churches in the United States had less than 200 members. And the reason he gave was that 200 is what one man can do. A lot of the churches are one-man churches. One person doing almost everything. It's like there's no decentralization where you know people are looking down and other people are also getting to do things they said one man can only do 200 so when you reach that limit you become a natural limiting factor to the growth of the church and that is why 95 percent of the church in the united states of america are under 200 people and i told you that by god's grace we have crossed the 200 barriers so in america we'll be in the top five They hallelujah yes so I showed you some scriptures I used David the story of David and the fact that David was able to kill Goliath easily Goliath was supposed to be the champion in the in the Mm -hmm. Philistines land he was a freak of nature nine feet tall he I mean he was a champion undefeated nobody had beaten him before and Goliath wasn't the only giant in the camp of the Philistines. There were some other giants as well. But after David had killed the strongest of them all, they went into another battle. Let's, let, let me go over that scripture. 2nd Samuel chapter 21. Let's start reading from verse 15. 2nd Samuel 21. I'm just doing a quick recap before I zoom into today's so 2nd Samuel. NLT, give me NLT. 2nd Samuel. Chapter 21, verses 15 down. 2nd Samuel 21. 2nd Samuel 21. Let's start from verse 15. NLT. It said, once again, the Philistines were at war with Israel. And when David and his men were in the thick of battle, David became weak and exhausted. Everybody say weak and exhausted. Next. Hephaestus was a descendant of the giants. His bronze spearhead weighed more than seven pounds. And in that service, I showed you the characteristics of Goliath's armor. You realize he had more superior weapons. Goliath's um, spear had an iron head. This one had a bronze head, and it weighed how much? Do you remember? Fifteen pounds. It was like twice. More, it was twice better than this guy, what this guy was doing. Even with them on the 15 pounds and whatever, Goliath was, was wearing armor of, said it two, is 125 pounds? weighs about 50 something kilograms. The entire weight of a man in clothes protecting him. But he was beating so easily. But look at this man. Inferior in terms of even skill because he wasn't called the champion. Boiach was the one who was called the champion hallelujah he had inferior weapons and he was armed with a new sword but look at what happened he had cornered David and was about to kill him what an abomination what his boss could not do what the one who was stronger than him could not do he managed to corner David and was about to kill him why? It's because as was said in the previous days, David was exhausted. He had been doing a lot on his own. He fought Goliath alone, he fought other battles. It took a lot of time to train these mighty men. These people who had, were outcasts, he gathered them, trained them, made them into I an mean, army. The man had done so much. Aside his administrative duties as a king and taking decisions and one man doing everything. He had become weak, he had become exhausted. And that was the reason why he was about to fail. His ministry was about to be ended prematurely. Hallelujah. He had cornered David and was about to kill him next. Quick. So Today we have a lot. So let's be quick. He said, But Abishai, son of Zeruiah, Abishai was one of the mighty men. The people being had dreamed. Hallelujah. He came to David's rescue and killed the Philistine. Then David's men declared, "You are not going out to battle with us again. Why risk snuffing out the life of Israel? You, are like, Look, you have trained us enough. Now we don't have to deal with these things. You stay and do other things, and let us concentrate on these things. Hallelujah. It's a form of decentralization. We can't allow you alone to be doing everything. The pastor alone can't visit everybody who is sick. The pastor alone can't pray for everybody that is sick. The pastor alone can't. It's like we need." To give people the chance to also do what they can do. Hallelujah. And that is how the church is supposed to be. It's not supposed to be a one-man superstar show. It's going to be a limiting factor to the growth of the church. Next. They said after this, there was another battle against the Philistines and all. As they fought, Sibekai from Husha killed Saf another descendant of the giants. So now they said, David, you have taught us how to deal with these giants. You see that too. We are going to start clearing them one one. Abishai had killed his Bibeno. Now, there's a word. Sibekai from Lusha killed Saf, another descendant of the giants. Next. During another battle at Gord, El-Vanan, son of Jack from Bethlehem, killed the brother of Goliath of Gath. The handle of his kill was as thick as the Bibel's beam. Hallelujah. So another mighty man had taken down another giant. So basically David had equipped them and trained them enough to do what he did to divorce himself and this is a situation where an inferior giant almost finished David simply because the man was doing too much and I gave you examples of men of God who didn't take care of themselves physically always around doing those things and never obeyed physical principles Jacob was an example highly anointed man Healing genus and things like that died at the age of 38, all because he wasn't taking care of himself well. Amen. And so there is a need for people to be empowered to also help with the work of the ministry. There is a need to break things down so that things can be done and done properly. Amen. And I may mention the fact that every one of us is a minister, according to Ephesians chapter 4. He said he gave unto some apostles, prophets, pastors, teachers, evangelists. For the education of the church, for the for the what? Perfection of the saints. And then for the work of ministry. So you must move to the equipment. Ministry means service. Hallelujah. One of the commissions God gave the church was to increase, to make disciples of all men. And that did not said, preach the gospel to every creature. Creature. It is everybody's duty. It is not just the duty of the pastor or the pastors or the clergy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so, as a church, we are going to an era where everybody has something to do. Where everybody is important. Amen. Where everybody is important to the vision and the commission that God has given to the church. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But today, I want to veer a little away from the issue of the church in smaller groups. You see this this whole series of the church is meant to bring history and modern day things together and put everything into perspective all right so today i'm going to talk about the church and persecution the church and persecution hallelujah we we'll look at persecution from the bible perspective we we'll look at modern day persecution and it is all meant for us to re-examine our lives and to re-examine how committed we are to this thing called Christianity. Hallelujah. What we have now as Christianity didn't come on a silver platter. The way things are easy for us now, the way we can sit here in an air-conditioned auditorium, projector, projecting the scriptures, nice decoration, two organs, public address system, Lighting everything, and we are very, very comfortable. It wasn't like that some time ago. Hallelujah. Okay. Some people have had to lay down their lives literally for us to have it as we are having it now. Now I looked at the dictionary definition of the word persecution, and that's what I found. He said, Hostility and ill treatment, especially because of race, political or religious beliefs trust me, most of the persecution in this world is religions. And Christianity or Christians are easily the most persecuted groups, group of people. I'm not even talking about religion. People, if you put politics and race and everything, Christians are easily the most persecuted group. And that is because Jesus said something in Matthew chapter 10, verse 22. Let's look Matthew chapter 10, verse 22. Matthew chapter 10 verse 22 He said And all nations will hate you Because you are my followers But everyone who endures to the end Will be saved Jesus himself prophesied He said All nations will hate you For my sake Because you are my followers And you see When we talk about persecution There is violent persecution And non-violent persecution there are a lot of ways in which you can be persecuted in a non-violent manner by laws, by rules, things that restrict you and prevent you from having the freedom to worship God the way you are supposed to worship God a person will go into certain facts about certain countries right now but we are going to use those facts to pray today, hallelujah there's not every persecution that is violent most of it is violent but we also have non-violent persecution they just put restrictions in your way. In America, right now, Donald Trump is trying to change certain things. But you can't pray in school. A lot of you you've got born again in SU. Secondary school, SU, that's, that's where you become born again. In America, schools you are not allowed to pray publicly. Things are you're not allowed to do those things. But that worked for Donald Trump. He's beginning to change things. Hallelujah. Even in America, when you say Christmas, it is seen as an offense. Because they like their celebration. They like the fact that, oh, business booms during that time. The economy becomes good during that time because things are are working. People are buying things and the economy is flying. So they don't want to kill it totally. But they want to remove the Christ out of the Christmas. So instead of saying Christmas, they say Xmas. Hallelujah. There are some of these things you think they are just psychedelic, whatever. They are Calculated things from the pits of air, just to take Christ out of the whole thing. X-masters. In some places, the mascot doesn't come. They say holiday season. Happy holidays. Don't say Christmas. They say happy holidays. It's just to take Christ out of the system. These are ways of, 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 non-violently persecuting the church. When America and Obama, when they, they, they signed this law, When gay marriages were now permitted, I was surprised to hear that a pastor who refused to bless a gay marriage was actually arrested and in prison. As far as I'm concerned, freedom your freedom ends where somebody else starts. So why is that you believe a man and a man can marry? I pronounce you husband and husband. How does that exist? You believe that somebody doesn't believe it. And you are forcing somebody to go against what he believes by blessing and marriage that he doesn't believe it. And the person said he wouldn't do it and the person was arrested and taken to court. Another woman was also arrested because she had a begging shot. And a man and a man came, they were going to get married, we want you to bake our wedding cake for us. He said, I will not do it because I don't believe in this thing. She was also arrested and prosecuted before God. I've seen so in America there are some, some states that have very strong Christian principles. Texas for one. So when they saw these things, the Texas Senate went south and did some other laws that protected the preachers and people who want to remain with what they believe in. Hallelujah. So there's a lot of subtle persecution going on in schools, generally, in Ghana, right now. Getting a venue to worship is a problem. It's a problem. Anything that goes wrong at the venue, in spite of the fact that other people use it from Monday to Friday, if something goes wrong at the venue, it is because of the three hours that the people use it on Sunday. Remember on Monday some people use it from 8 to like 3 or 5. Tuesday the say, Wednesday same. Thursday same. say, Friday same. if something goes on top, it is the three hours on Sunday that cost you, no violent persecution, nobody has put a gun to your head, nobody has put a sword to your throat, and you are being restricted. Every time there's a three that are making noise, but look at their drinking bars, <laughs> play all kinds of music. The days when I was living, we were living in the what do you call it? The daughters were flat. There was some bar yeah. behind there playing all kinds of the did Within months I knew how to sing all those songs like not that I was singing the road, but I knew the words. Because every day I was being bombarded with the same song.
0: I never heard
1: anybody complain. I never heard any of the doctors. around not complain. But when the we were here having half, half night, and some people walk in from doctor's part, look at the distance. That one I'm talking about just behind the goddman. The they, they will make noise and nobody complains. They will walk here. Some of you were here that day. outside cried. house. Came here to come and say we are discussing
2: them. they we found out that they were having
1: bachelor's nights in One of the flags. So the prayers were bring here were disturbing the bowings that we're doing here, they're not to expect. And since then we haven't been able to have any half-life in this venue. And even now we need to do inscraft is gratis, eh, <laughs> So there are ways that are really receiving But trust me, there's a lot of violent persecution also going on in different parts of the world. And I'll come to that. I want us to start with the Bible. Persecution from the Bible One of the examples of persecution we saw Way back in the Old Testament Daniel chapter 3 There's no time to, to go through Today there's, there's a lot I want to go through Today my style of preaching will be different I've using a lot of pictures At certain points I've I been mean, using videos To teach Okay. In Daniel chapter 3 We know the story of Meshach and Abednego They are made an image They say if You hear the instruments play. Everybody go down. Bow down. Worship the image. Three long They decided that we will not bow down. And I like what they said. They said, we know our God is able to save us. But even if He doesn't save us, as of bowing down, we will not do it. Hallelujah. Beginnings of persecution. But when you come to the acts of the apostles, as the church was growing and as the church was expanding, and as the influence of the church was growing last week I showed you a scripture where the Bible said you have filled Jerusalem with your teachings but filled Jerusalem with your teachings hallelujah the the word of what they were teaching had had gone into the system it had infiltrated the system so hatred was kindled against them they were preaching against the system we we're preaching against the things the Pharisees were doing and saying and all of that. And so hatred was kindled up against them. So those who decided that look, just as we did to your boss, now we're going to do to you. But thank God Jesus had won them. So they were expecting it. Hallelujah. And when you look at the bravery, the sheer courage, father, with which they accepted the persecution, and you see the persecution even resulted in the spreading of the church the more. Because Jesus told them that if they come after you in one town, move to the next. It was a way of spreading the gospel. Hallelujah. So even if you are there in Asia, you are getting comfortable, preaching, and let people accept you, let me stay here, and persecution comes, you are forced to move to the next town. And put that the word of God spread into Asia and into Europe. And some of these apostles that we know in the Bible, some of them preached in places like Britain and France. Some of them died in India. Far away from their hometowns. These people dedicated their lives totally. Now let's look at Acts chapter 7 verse 54. The first Christian to be martyred. When you say somebody has been martyred, you're talking about somebody who dies in the course of standing for what they believe in. He said that Jewish leaders were infuriated by Stephen's accusation and they shook their face at him in rage. Next. But Stephen, full of the Holy Spirit, gazed steadily into the heavens. Stephen was a deacon in the church. Hallelujah. A deacon in the church. Full of the Holy Ghost. Gazed steadily into the heaven and saw the glory of God. And he saw Jesus standing in the place of honor at God's right hand. Next. And he told them, look, I see the heavens open and the son of man standing in the place of honor at God's right hand. Next. Then they put their hands over their ears and began shouting. They rushed at him. It's like you, we are killing you and you are still talking. Keep quiet. This thing, we are telling you, just renounce this thing and leave. And you are still talking. You said that the, the man is standing in the place of honor. Just around them. And they began shouting. They rushed at him. Next. And dragged him out of the city and began to stone him. His accusers took off their coats and laid them at the feet of a young man named Saul, who later became Paul. Hallelujah! So Paul was there supervising the killing. The very first matter the very first Christian to be killed for the sake of the gospel, so Paul was there supervising. laying their clothes and encouraging them. No, no, no. When the person throws the soul no, no. This one can see the hand. Aim at the temple. You die us that way. And can you imagine the agony of dying by stone? Can you imagine? Stones. Angry men. So it's not like they're throwing the tale cash. <laughs> throwing to hurt you. All over your body. Your head, your eyes. Can you imagine a stone just hitting your eye and your eyeball just bursting and vigorous and, and what do you call it? It kills you more. A slow agonizing, if you are lucky around one hits your head and you go up, like you, you think it's better for you. It's like being killed and uh, anesthesia. <laughs> no, you don't, that one is easy. But can you can imagine the agony. They will bury you under the stones, kill you, literally. But this was, this was what happened to Stephen When you read Acts chapter 12, 1 to 4. Acts chapter 12, 1 to 4. He said about that time King Herod Agrippa began to persecute some believers in the church next step, he had the apostle James John's brother killed with a sword he was beheaded they caught him and cut his head there were two Jameses among the apostles this one was beheaded the other one they took him to the the highest point of the temple the same place Satan to Jesus to go and tempt him and they threw him from that place down. He hit the ground. I don't know what happened. Maybe his head split into two. Maybe his bowels gashed out. Maybe he broke a few bones and stuff like that and they finished him off later. I'll take you through all this so that you know where we have come from. So that you appreciate what you have. Hallelujah. So that when we say come to church, you come to church with joy. When they say how many of you are excited to be in church after today, it will be a different response. When you say clap in church, you clap. Because some people, even clap in the they clap loud, that rather you're be looking behind, that somebody is coming with a sword to wrap it. James, behind it. There's no time to think you through how all that person died. Peter was crucified upside down. So don't crucify me like this. They said, no, I can't die the same way my boss died. So you put the, that you know, upside down. Andrew was crucified on the cross, but this one the cross was an S-shaped cross. So the Catholics call it the cross of Satan. So he die. died. I don't know how he spread They killed him. And the story is told. Some of these things, when you go to Jewish history, you get the background stories better. The Bible doesn't state everything. But sometimes go back and look for the, 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 the works of Josephus. Josephus was a Jewish historian. Sometimes he gave the historical stories behind some of the biblical stories. But before you go and read the sermons, make sure you read the way, because you end up quoting the sermons, thinking it's like what you are quoting, and nobody will find anything with in the Bible. Hallelujah! And when he was going to the cross, he was still preaching to the people who were taking him to go and kill him he was still preaching tormenting them on the way when they imprisoned him for two days he kept preaching they said keep quiet he said keep quiet kept preaching and actually some of the guards got converted before Andrew died. when he was being led to the cross to be crucified when he saw the cross he literally saluted the cross he said I have been waiting and I have desired and waited for this happy life the whole said is happy Happy hour. I've been waiting for this happy hour. How many of us can look at death in the face and describe it as, you see, there's a certain death you get to with God. You don't, you don't see things as normal human beings do. I've mean, telling you that David's death with God was so serious that he could see the rod and the staff of God, the shepherd. The rod and the staff are not comfortable things. The rod is meant to beat the sheep when they was here the staff with the curved mouth is meant to hold their necks and hook them and bring them back into line they were not comfortable things but he had gone to a certain death with God to the point where he could open his mouth and say Die rod and thy staff instead of they making me unhappy he said they comfort me that's death that is a reality for somebody to settle the cross literally that I have been waiting for this happy hour they were living to die Day. All of us, will want to go to heaven, but nobody wants to die. There are two ways of going to heaven. Either you die, or there are two up. There are some the crap that we mentioned after the rabble. Because fried rice is nice, the food is nice. They don't want to leave all these things on this earth and go to heaven. We like the earth too much. If they mention rapture, you should be excited, Charlie, go let it. That's why they were crying, man, like, calm down, Oh, calm down. Hurry up and come. We don't break those brains again. Because we, now, nah, we are not even sure. But <laughs> if the rapture should occur, Charlie, will I go some, or when somebody is going to want to jump and catch the leg. When oh, you catch the leg, you will not catch it. It is the, the, the body would have been transformed into a glorified body. You can't catch it. That's how nobody can, can hitch an illegal ride into heaven during the rapture. They said we shall be transformed in a quick twinkling of an eye. Our bodies will get Our bodies will become like Jesus Christ when He resurrected, when He could pass through walls. There's a difference between a ghost and somebody with a glorified body. A ghost is a spirit. A glorified body is the same body that has been transformed with certain qualities that a normal body doesn't have. Well, listen to my clip on the afterlife. You'll get all those details. What happens when we die? Heaven and earth, and then uh what you call judgment and all those things. I hope technically you have those old ones. There. Maybe with time you have to upload it them on the on the podcast. That series is also very important after We want to go to heaven, but we don't want to die. And we don't even want to hear about the rant. So how are you going to go to heaven? You want to create your own heaven here on earth that will be done. Okay, a, this in heaven. You want to see it like that. But these people look forward to die literally, and it is their courage that has made it possible for the gospel to really reach a place like Africa. Here, yeah. but tell you one of the apostles. He, you know how they killed him. They caught him and skinned him alive. You want know to use to skin somebody alive? Your outer skin like this, they take the skin off, and, and then take the skin off. So you are just there and this raw muscle and it's like that, bleeding. Alive. They didn't give him anesthesia for him to see. They didn't give him alcohol to drink. Alive like that, they take a knife, cut you like this. And they just remove the skin of your So it just left with your scalp like that. They skin you would put that they tied him to a horse it was lying on the ground they tied him to a horse and they rode the horse at fast speed throughout the city you can imagine the situation there. they are lying down like that rough roads, grabzones, everything just chopping your flesh away like that and these are the things some of these people went through for us to have recently as we have it now I pray that we will begin to appreciate what we have. Hallelujah! When we are coming to church, we must walk with excitement. We must come early because we have something that some people were here some time ago. Some of them had to meet in dungeons and underground because when you come up and they see you, they kill you. Under the Roman Empire, one of the emperors called Nero. Nero was a man. Literally, when you read the story of Nero, Nero was a psycho. He had a serious psychiatric problem. And he hated the Christians with a passion. This was like a pathological hatred. He really hated them. It. it was under him that they started this thing where they will catch the Christians in the Colosseum. It's like a stadium. They'll put you in the middle and lions that have been stop for a very long time, they just release them onto you like that. Feast on the human beings, women, children, men, everybody like that. Sometimes they tie them to trees. Sometimes to Sometimes make it more exciting, they release them People will be running and say, say they'll be the hey, hey, hey. catching catch catch can you imagine a lion catches you, pins you down, this sharp like that, sends it into your abdomen, rips up the flesh. Intestines are dashing out. it starts chopping your intestines little by little One day die soon. And all they had to do was to say, I'm not a Christian. Short sentence. And all this agony, all this suffering would have just ended like that. And it's alright, they just you told know, them they would have tortured them severally behind the scenes in an attempt to get them to change their minds. This man called Nero hated the Christians to the extent that he was prepared to burn his own capital, Rome and put the blame on the Christians. One night he let the soldiers go through the port floor and burned Rome down. And he said it was the Christians that did it. So he it increased the, what do you call it, the amount of hatred that people had for the Christians more, Because people's shops were burnt down, people's properties were burned down, people's houses were burned down, some people died. Just to create more hatred. But you see, Jesus had prophesied it. But the same role, the same empire. One day, one of the emperors called Constantine, he got converted to Christianity. Because he believed God helped him to make a certain role. And after that, he declared at once that the entire Roman Empire is a Christian Empire change the and those days they, they were the Caesars. They, they, they had the power When he says it that is it everybody and he made all his soldiers he, 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 he let them baptize each and every one of his soldiers to become a Christian and so things have happened in the past when we come to the 15th century 16th century 17th century when Christianity came to Africa it wasn't an easy thing those missionaries who brought Christianity to Africa were very anointed. Those Presbyterian missionaries and Methodist missionaries, those basil people and things like that. Don't joke and think that they were just some former, they were highly anointed. Can you imagine the spiritual environment in Africa then? They used to call it the dark continent. That was where all the evil, occultic things were taking. Human sacrifices, idol worship. How many you about oh, Jesus Christ? Almost everybody was demon possessed. Ancestors, everybody like is the demon, they pass it on. Those were the elements, they are red and butter, occultism, fetish things. And these people were prepared to leave the comfort of their countries. And this is what I'm talking about were not people who didn't have anything to do. They were professionals like you and I. They had dogs. Some of them came as doctors, some of them came as nurses, some of them came as what? Well. Use their skills. They live among the people and use their influence to get them to accept Christ. A story is told of one missionary. He was with a mission group. And everybody who was being sent to Africa was dying. Because the African soldier, the mosquito was clearing them fast. You can mosquito by you Malay and You are gone. No immunity. We just die like that. So going to Africa, you knew. That you are not going to come back alive. So this this particular missionary, they called that a letter came that some of the missionaries have died. We need more people. He said I'll go. And we're having a send off party for him. So his friends came to the house to help him to pack and everything. They finished the party. They took uh, what they got drunk or whatever to pack his clothes. He said no. I've bought a coffin. Pack my clothes into the coffin. Because this thing that I'm doing, I know, I'm not, I'm not going to come back. Do the close inside. Those were the things people take for us to have when we are having now. So sometimes I sit and I'm like, I shudder at the thought that we are going to be judged on the same scale as these people. On the day of we are going to be weighed on the same scale. these people the things we can do. There are little things we can get offended about in church. And the persecution didn't end. As of persecution, it went on and it's still going on. I saw a story about a the woman. They caught her. They said she should renounce Christ. She had a little baby. Breastfeeding. She was breastfeeding a baby. And this woman had very long hair. She refused to renounce Christ. And you know what they did? they tied her to a tree they cut off her long hair they took her baby and used her own long hair to hang the baby like her the baby with her hair on a tree that is opposite to the one that she was tied. so she was watching her baby literally and not being able to breathe because they are hung the baby with her hair and she herself, when she was tired, all they did was that they cut off one of her breasts for her to bleed and die slowly while watching her own child die in front of her. All she had to do was to say, I'm not a Christian. At the height of the civil war in Liberia, a pastor and his wife were trying to flee the country, and the rebels caught them in the bush. And the man was very dental. So they caught him and said, oh, Are you a Christian? Okay. you we will let you pass. The only thing is that you just renounce this Christianity. Just say you are not a Christian. They will not kill you. This man looked at his wife. He Charlie, said, Charlie, I'm going to die. In his mind, I'll just renounce it and later, unrenounce renounce But it's okay, I'm not a Christian. Again. And they turned to the wife. They say, you too. your husband has renounced. You too, renounce it now, so that the two of you can pass. They The wife said, me, even if you kill me. I'll never open my mouth and deny Jesus Christ. You know what the rebels told them? I said, you were fool. You are the one wearing the cleric and you can stand for what you believe in. They do the I said, I'm good. I'm Some of these things is easy to laugh, but if you're doing you're the same just yeah. Let me just, just like how you see, when you were oh. singing two days ago, you said, oh, let me say that, at all. The, the grace of forgiveness is there. Anyway, go ahead after that, the, the blood of Jesus. Some of you, you are taking the blood of Jesus like a bucket in your room. In a corner in your room. You go and misbehave, then you go, take one pill. of it. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> the blood of Jesus washes as white as snow. Thank you, Lord, for the blood. Let's check. Oh, if you are There's no
0: allowance. Ah. Blood abuse.
1: Black abuse show you a few pictures. Are the pictures ready? Now there, there's these things are ancient ones, but now as we speak, there's a lot of persecution going on in certain parts. Let's quench some of the lights. Maybe these two so that it will shine. Now these are real pictures. They are not forged pictures or pictures anybody did. You see this innocent-looking, maybe one or two-year-old child. This child was sticking somewhere in the middle east. I think it was in Syria, and the guns have been pointed to this child because the parents were being demanded. In fact, it's, it's ISIS. You know ISIS, the Muslim militants. They want to make the entire earth. Uh, Muslim well so they are fighting and doing all sorts of things. And you see, places like Iraq and Syria are predominantly Islamic, so the Christians are a minority. And for this particular child, the parents had been asked to renounce Christianity and accept Islam. And the condition was that renounce it, or we kill your little baby. And this is the scripture. No, you put yourself in the shoes, what will you do? Look at that innocent, you know, nice rounds like that. They are going to put a bullet in his head and they put a gun and the baby. See, that is why we need to lift our prayers for this people If you don't renounce, we are killing to the baby. What are you going to do? Oh, I like that him.
0: Will you sim, me a
1: That are Human blood. People who went to church, like you and I, we came to church. But they didn't go back home alive. And most of these people they actually go to church knowing that there is a possibility they won't go alive, but still go dress and go to church. And you see, with us, small pain in your waist. It's an excuse, oh, today, let me sit and listen to the sermon on the church page. Oh, I'll go to the podcast and go listen to the sermon. Oh, you come to church because you are offended by something. Your birthday, only to me wish you your happy birthday on the church page. So, maybe, come. I'll go to church. These people were waking up on Sunday morning, going to church, knowing that there is a possibility. When they say goodbye to their neighbors, they know it's possible I will not come back. Or um, a family, a man, his wife, children—they go to church. They know it's possible by close, but they only half of us will be here. And we're saying, "This one happened in Egypt. Egypt is a predominantly Muslim country. Somebody just came and donated a bomb. they so, are like, here right now. Somebody enters. bomb those of you who want to live, who want to receive the message of other religion, we shall see. Don't we'll see I <laughs> Be looking. After labor, after finish school. That's us You can imagine the sadness in the church. What you see there are charred human bodies. The black. There's no makeup. There's no charcoal. Human beings that were bent because at church, they were meeting like this. They came and poured fuel all over and set the church on fire. And they were surrounded by soldiers so nobody could run away. So they had to stay inside the headcan. Literally. These are real pictures. Things that are happening in recent times. Some of them just a year ago. Some of them just two years ago. And so we need to appreciate what we have and be, be, be excited about what we have and cherish what we have. Because others are paying the ultimate price of their lives. Let's look at what we are getting here. Next. Look at three Christian young men. This one is in India, a predominantly Hindu place. They didn't want to hear about Christ. Hindu around Hindu. They caught them, stripped them naked, beating them in the full glare. Family. This one, the kind of anger will be a bit in them, it will be long and they will get die Lynching is very easy. Everybody comes with the aim <laughs> so, that they may go and hundred back They but there are hundred people. They will be a hundred people. They will be a hundred They the men in black they are ISIS soldiers. Caught them, don't be one of them, Coptic church in Egypt. March them to the seashore. To go and execute them there. They made a video of it and spread it to the whole world. And this is what we can do. And we are coming you you. Next. Statistics in Syria, each month, each month, three hundred and twenty two Christians are killed. They are free 322 But today we are going to pray That the month of February to be zero Hallelujah Hallelujah. The Bible said When King Herod killed James And he believed that he was shot To kill Peter too He caught caught Peter But the Bible says The believers lifted up their voices and prayed, And Peter left Hallelujah He said 214 churches And Christian properties Are destroyed He said Massive rampage on Christianity. Next. Next question. There's supposed to be one more. Let's Oh, there was one more. Of the same group of people who were taken to the beach. Now they had been laid to the ground and nice were they have to better. And these are people who profess Christ just like you and I. And you know, We have it easy. We dress nicely, happy. You, are, you mm-hmm. don't need to thought about the possibility that you may go home I and mean, like I'm like how I shall live and do the rest of the life. With love, them. you shall satisfy me. Mm-hmm. But there are people sitting in church right now and they are looking around. They are looking around. When they say man on um, noise making, that's why people don't come to church because the sound they you are know, not able to zoom the sound and play the grounds for the church to be nice, you let You wait for the the band too. And some people don't want to even go to church because they are afraid the attacks will come and attack and beat them. So, so let's stay at home. Now on the internet, I'll watch some church service live or something, I'll go to YouTube, I'll get some live YouTube bag, Then you know, They still, there's no distance in the spirit and things
0: like that.
1: We money people, be there. When we stand in front of God, the questions will ask us. Oh, you look at these pictures and you realize that things are not fine everywhere, there's a story of a, a young pastor, 24 years old. He read part of the New Testament. He got a Gideon's International New Testament Bible, a rare one. He read it and got converted, Southern Sudan. And from that New Testament Bible, he was able to plant a church of 400 members. One Bible. And that one Bible I'm talking about, every member of the church was using that one Bible. So it's like this, if you have one, if you want to read something, you borrow it. Another person borrows, another person borrows. Mm-hmm. And it's only the full Bible. Half. It's even half because the Old Testament has more books than the New Testament. One third of the Word of God. He was able to build a church of 400 members with that. And all of them were sharing why because sudan, the southern sudan and northern sudan northern sudan was predominantly islamic and a small part of it the south was christian and they were under serious persecution from moses bibles were not allowed, nothing so it's like going of God very rare. and this pastor with his congregation he shepherded the people until one day they were in church and the whole church was surrounded by soldiers from the north they started spraying, firing machine guns Many of them died, including the pastor. The Lord is not like that. One died, one red Gideon's International Bible. That's why I pray that God will make you rich enough for you to be able to sponsor food distribution of time to take the commonness of this world. Make people
0: do have access to the world. I
1: want to show you a video. It's a five minute video. And I believe it will make you appreciate it the word of God better when I watched it, I, I was ashamed. can you have the
0: first move?
1: another song this is a video how a video is impacted
0: so la the Please the
1: They have been waiting for this. And, and look at the, 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 the prayer that the man prayed. He had been waiting for years for this. Translating the Bible into a language is an expensive venture. And I pray that God will bless you enough. in should and pack hundreds of thousands of dollars to send to some of these places for the Bible to be interpreted into languages for people to read and understand and come to the same mm-hmm. Lord the second video already. And the second video is a clip on the underground church in China. China, when it comes to persecution of Christians, probably the top in the world currently is, is in China. The biggest revival going on in the world right now is happening in China. The number of people who are being converted daily in China is amazing. Hundreds of millions of Christians are in China. Like, i talk about underground home churches in China. And this second video will show you the how much they appreciate God. And me. I believe it will make you shy because when I watched it, I became shy. I was like, what? Look how much this is what. They do not come out openly and worship God. They are doing it underground and look at the feathers and the joy of which are doing it. Let's the second video.
2: Many places in the world are seeing the explosion of God's power like what our church in China is experiencing. And in the last 60 years, China's communist government has done its best to wipe Christianity off the map. What you are about to see is some of the rarest footage on the planet. In this church, the people wake up at 4.30 to come together for two hours to pray and worship. They do this every day. Every day.
0: We meet once, to eight.
2: This church meets in the only place they're safe, a cave. from prying eyes. Here's an example of an underground church outreach. The people sitting are Christians. The people who are standing are not. This particular preacher was once crippled, but was healed when someone prayed for her. She now preaches the good news of Jesus to anyone who will listen. In this particular meeting, over 1,000 people became Christians. Here, Christians cast out demons from an 18-year-old girl. She's not a preacher. In Shanghai alone, there are over 3,000 house churches, just like this one. One thing Dennis pointed out to me was that most of the underground churches in China are actually led by young people. These kids have all come out of the communist system, and they want nothing to do with it. They only want to spread the love of Jesus to everybody they meet. This is a music school. Well, that's the cover anyway. It's really a training school for students who want to be pastors. The government thinks they're simply learning to play instruments. Chinese church is that it's a lot different from the American one. For one thing, they think a four hour service is short. In this church service, it's 120 degrees inside the building. So like people meet degrees for well. 12 hours straight. The temperature is like 70, 70 degrees. 48 degrees hotter Dennis told me one story about a time he went to a very remote village in China to preach. He was led into a large room where the people were packed so closely together that he had his back to the wall and could reach out and touch the room in front of him. Everyone stood. There was no room to sit. He asked how long he should preach for, and they told him from 8.30 to 7 at night. Then they asked him, it wasn't too much trouble. Could you come back tomorrow and preach from 8.30 to 7 again? And then, very sheepishly, they asked again, if you'd be so kind, could you come back the day after that and preach from 8 7? They to 7? He asked how often connect? he should take breaks, and they told him not to stop. The people will wait. Then he asked them what he should preach on. Everything, they replied, from Genesis to Revelation. And then it dawned on him. His people had no Bibles.
0: After the dawn of God's the Chinese people, shouted by a false color began to search for the true God. For the first time in their lives, people from the lowest levels of society came face to face with God's unconditional love, with Christ's sacrifice on the cross, and with the knowledge that in God's temple they had value and dignity. How could they not rejoice? Like everyone who has received the most precious gift in the world.
2: My soul felt especially sweet and joyful. Lord, how wonderful it will be if we can meet like this every day.
0: I lay away for three nights, overwhelmed with joy. I thought, Lord, what have I received? What have I received through joy? I'm no I'm family. I'm nothing. And you know, I was absolutely sure that this joy came from God. That They're memorable.
1: you're i just want you to appreciate the fact that we are a very fortunate people hallelujah and we need to take full advantage of what we have at our disposal people are talking about the the man preaching from seven to eight eight to seven in the evening like Ten and a half and a half hours. How many of you can sit through a 10 and a, even a three hours and when We are preaching and this past one hour, then people start moving and doing things, and that's what we remember. We have watches. And this is what we're asking for 10 and a half hours continuous preaching. he said they met every morning, two hours to pray every morning. We as a church, Saturday, Saturday, one hour, even that one, people will not come. My prayer is that after today. The Holy Spirit will stand something in your heart. You begin to appreciate God at a different level. It's the same God they are worshiping that we are worshiping. And on the journey, they will all be judged on the same scale. I want us to stand to our feet. This morning, we want to spend some time praying. I'll show you pictures. I'll show you videos. Trust you have been blessed by this message. For information on how you can receive more teachings from the man of God, reach us on 024-873-7250. Stay blessed.